When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hockey fans, if you'd like a copy of my new book, Tales with TR, Fights, Film, and Folklore, head on over to flankerpress.com. If you'd like a personalized copy for $25 plus shipping, email me at terryryan2020 at gmail.com. That's terryryan2020 at gmail.com. Gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode 104B, Tales with TR. I'm your host, Terry Ryan. Good to be here with you. Today, we're going to get right into it with my guest because we're on limited time because we're both working on film sets and not sure when we can get free. Uh, One thing I will say before we start, good luck to my ex-wife, Penny Lane's mother, Danielle Young, who's on her way to Calgary to work. She got a great job opportunity. Uh, Penny Lane's going to stay here, obviously. She's grown up so far in Mount Pearl. Alberta is her second home. It will continue to be. We will work together. Danielle will be back many times. Penny Lane will be out to visit. Uh, I'm going to share the responsibilities, and she's going to stay with me for soccer school and so much more with her friends. But Danielle is gone for a great new experience. Penny Lane will be visiting her. And uh, check out the Bridget Bar. If any of you are in Calgary, she's going to manage that. We wish her the best. We'll see her soon. Check that out. It's uh, opening up in Calgary and I believe Canmore. I believe that's where she's going to be eventually. So good luck to Danielle. Um, Love, peace and love and understanding. Good luck out there and we'll talk to you soon. Hockey fans, the pursuit for the Stanley Cup is on and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in 
all sports. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the playoffs with DraftKings same game day parlays? You can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. My guest today, let's get right into it. Let's get right into it. He played minor hockey in Sudbury, Ontario, and on to play junior in the OJHL, which isn't a rare story in itself, of course, but excelling at two positions under undeniably crazy and unique circumstances is, and our guest today can tell you all about it. He since settled in his hometown in the Nichols city of Sudbury, and after pursuing some opportunities in the film industry, which mostly involved crew work, he found himself with a minor role on the hit TV show Letter Kenny, playing Jean-Jacques Francois, Jacques-Jean, or J.J. Frankie, J.J. for short. These days, this Sudbury sniper is back on TV on the brand new hockey show Shorzy, which is the number one Canadian launch ever on the Crave platform and is set to debut on Hulu USA this Friday. He is a sensational shooter, an amazing actor, a generous J.J., a tantalizing teammate, fantastic friend, a majestic manatee. He doesn't play the sax. People call him Max. Ever since he was a tot, he had a cannon for his shot. After searching his soul, he switched to playing goal. His expectations fell when he didn't make the NHL, so it was good to see when he landed himself on TV. He can really play and does a great JJ. If I'm a horse and I'm racing, I have to hoof hard. Please welcome my friend. It's Max Buffard. How the hell are you doing, Max? Good, man. That's probably the greatest intro I've ever heard. Well, you deserve it. And is it Buffard or Buffard? I never really asked you that. It's it's Buffard, okay. but uh, in French, you kind of drop the D. It's Buffard. Yeah, okay, I figured. Yeah. But Buffard for me and uh, for yeah. most people listening, I suppose, we do have a French audience, but it's not mostly French. First of all, how you doing? Um, I saw you briefly in Toronto for the premiere. Shorzy's been out now for two or three weeks. What's the reception like with your buddies up in Sudbury? Well, you're in Toronto, but you know what I mean, your buddies. Yeah, well, all my friends so far love it. Uh, can't wait to see more of it. Um, people are a little bit upset that there's only six episodes, but yeah. got to start somewhere, right? And other than, I'm uh, good, man. I'm good. That's a great complaint. And yeah, as you know, I'm back and forth to Toronto, mostly to do uh, people think you just you're acting forever. Mostly I'm doing crew as well. I do set dressing and location. So I'll see you at some point. Absolutely. Um, well, let's get into it here. So growing up and I know there's, there's a few interesting stories here and I'm just going to take, take a, the, the listeners on a ride because I'm curious as well. I mean, we talked a lot, but mostly was rehearsing, hanging out, introducing me to Sudbury. We never get down to the beer bones of Max Buffard growing up. So you're born in Sudbury. Am I correct? Absolutely. Born and raised. Yeah hockey always fan player you brought up like any other kid you're playing and you actually make all-star but back then you are playing out right you're playing what defense forward yeah i originally started as a defenseman just like my dad and uh played up until 
major Adam, about 10 years old. And then uh, I had uh, an unfortunate incident uh, that resulted in uh, brain surgery for a subdural hematoma. And um, at that point, um, the neurosurgeon said that contact sports out, right. no longer, no longer allowed to do them. Um, so I had a, you know, there's a pretty crushing blow to a 10 year old who's, you know, you know, you love, you love the game of hockey, you're playing it. And you, you just want to, you just want to excel and do well at it. Um, so yeah, at 10, they told me no more contact sports, not allowed to play. Um, so left with a tough decision. We traded the shin pads for goalie pads. And, uh, I remember coming back to, um, my follow-up MRI roughly about a year later. And I was on one of the pages in the Ottawa sun, because at the time we were in the bell Canada cup, which is like one of the largest, uh, Adam, uh, tournaments in Canada. And I had won the two on O goalie championship to show my neurosurgeon <laughs> when I had come back from my checkup. My God. So tell us what that is. I mean, you told me, so I get it. it it's, it's, I guess like it's in the brain, right? You, you, yeah, got... it's a, it's a, it's a bleeding. So the uh, subdural, the dura is uh, a filament between the skull and the brain. It kind of protects the brain. So yeah. subdural being under the dura and then a hematoma, which was uh, a, a bleeding. How did you find out about it? This is the craziest part is we can't exactly pinpoint what did it. I know um, just before winter break uh, at school, I was playing dodgeball in the gym and I dodged a ball moving backwards and I tripped over somebody's foot and I smashed the back of my head flat on the gym floor. And then um, we went to uh, our cottage on Manitoulin Island um, for the March break. And uh, my mom was a nurse in peds. Um, I was throwing up, you know, like concussion symptoms. I was puking, going to bed early. She knew. And how far after the, do you hit your head? If you, if this is even it, but um, like did years go by or no, no, no. It would have been, uh, this this whole part's a little bit blurry to me, but uh, probably around a week or so. Okay, okay, okay. Maybe that a two sense. week, maybe a two week yeah. period. Um, so I went to the hospital in Little Current. Um, the we went to the emerge. The doctor there said it's a flu, let it run its course. And my mom was like, mm, I don't really believe that, but okay. Um, about another, I say a week. Now it could have been like less than that, but I just say a week. So a week after that, I started to get like crazy headaches. And when I say like headaches, I haven't had a headache since. Yeah. Um, went for a CT scan at the hospital in Sudbury, came back negative, nothing there. And it wasn't until, again, uh, I say a week um, when I was starting to see double. How was there nothing there? We don't know. They wow. couldn't find it. I don't know if it was just a, a, it was just starting to bleed at that point. But um, about another week went by and then I was, like I said, I was starting to see double and I went to my optometrist and he took one look and he says, I'm calling ahead, get to the eMERGE now um, because the pressure that was building in my head was pushing on my eyes and that was yeah. causing the, uh, 
the double vision. So we went back for a second, a second CT scan. And at that point it had, um, it was old blood. So I had an eight inch clot by the time we were, uh, by the time they found it. And then from there, we were supposed to go to sick kids in Toronto. Um, we went to Chio in Ottawa because my mom's originally from there. We got all of our family there. So we went to Chio and it's kind of ironic talking about it now because it was the same time SARS broke out in uh, in Toronto. Now we had to deal with COVID, but kind of funny. Still the same. So that is wild. And I hate, I, I hate to, it's just such a fascinating injury. So I, I hate to ask well, more and more questions, but I got a couple more. So sure. you're 10 years old. This happens to you. Now you go and figure it out, which is good. Like if had you not what was the consequence? Death? Like, I, I've never really asked. I, I, I would imagine, uh, not 100% sure on uh, on what exactly would have happened. Just trying to get the sun. Um, yeah, I mean, I can't imagine that uh, anything would have resulted. Yeah, okay. not good. So you have, you have the surgery. You got to go in. So which, even though I'm guessing is massively stressful, at least now, on the other side of it, okay, there's an answer and this is going to be taken care of. It's a little bit major here, but, you know, it's your head. And now you're like, okay, here's the answer. You get the surgery. How long? Because that's massive gash on the side of your head that I, I you showed me yeah. a scar. I, I mean, this is that many years that's later. It, but, yeah, I mean, but, so what? Look at that. So, I mean, how many zippers and how long did, before you can oh, do anything again? Um stitches was well over 300 just to get the just to put the the skull back in its place and then it was uh 50 staples around the around the top because essentially what they do is because it was an old bleed you have to open the head up whereas on a fresh bleed you can just do like the little the little burrow hole and you can grab you by your ankles and tip you over and have the fresh blood come out and you relieve the press the pressure but in order to take the old coagulated blood out they had to you know cut here pull the skin back take the skull out cut the dura go in there and take it all out oh my god your parents must have been just uh like yeah be it, tied the, the it was worry. uh yeah it was definitely it was definitely a moment for sure can you imagine, like, what the hell did people do, like, hundreds of years ago? I mean, no wonder the average age was, like, 30. Like, anybody yeah. cuts themselves yeah. open, they get gangrene or infection. I mean, I, that sort of thing is, when you just explain that, I was as intrigued by human accomplishment that we can actually do that, that you can sit there. So you got all that done, and, I, okay, you come out, and, you know, that takes a long time to heal. But do you go back, I mean, even though you play goalie, do you play right away, or did you come back as a goalie four years later? Like, um. Well, I came back uh, for pictures and like, I remember like getting on the ice and it was like, like team pictures. Cause it was right around, uh, I believe it was right around playoffs as we were playing Adam. And we went through a couple of years with the same group of people. We went like 32 and Oh, we had a good, we had a good minor hockey team and like never lost a game, even going down to like tournaments and stuff like that. Um, but um, yeah, after team pictures, um, that was basically it. We were kind of stuck with, uh, with the, uh, you know, the, the, the option of not playing hockey ever again or finding, finding a way around it. And so, um, 
peewee would have been my first year as a goalie my god so you just jump right into it this tournament that you told me about you told me you went to a tournament in europe right yeah that was uh when was that that? we were 13 at the time we were based um we were like the bauer 92 selects we had you were a goalie you were goalie when you went okay i didn't realize we were in there for people that haven't seen it, and most people tuning into this have some idea about Shorzy, what I'm talking about, Letter Kenny. I'm assuming because I talk about it every single episode. So, you know, we're talking to JJ Frankie JJ here. So I figured when we were in the room, because before we had to go through a process, original fish got cut. That's another story. Yeah. There's all kinds of things yeah. going on. But you're shooting. So I always get the story mixed up. I figured like you were goalie first and then. Because you got a great shot, you're out there. So, so you must have been a decent minor hockey player. I'm looking at you oh. with a bunch of pros, and you're fitting in after not playing. So you made the transition though to goalie. You find yeah. yourself you're in Europe, so you're obviously on the rep team and everything. Did you enjoy playing it? And what brought you to Europe? I know it's a little oh, bit I'm, off track, but I'm kind of curious. Yeah, no, no, I loved I loved being in that man. Uh, the pressure of you know uh, being able to really uh, sway the results of the game. You know, being a good goalie. You know, goalies can steal you games and that was a lot of fun um now when we went over to europe we were based out of chicago now we had kids coming in from like detroit little caesars the 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 uh oh geez like all all those and uh gino cavallini was actually our head coach yeah yeah i see okay that's that's a really well so we went over or minor hockey team yeah yeah, so we went over to Trenchin, Slovakia, and we were playing at Marion Gabryk's arena that he owned. Uh, he had a different Ferrari parked out front every fucking day. It was pretty cool. Wow. Uh, now, we had gone over with quite the team. Now, at, at 13 years old, I was six foot three, 240 pounds. Wow. And, and uh, you know, we came over and, you know, European hockey, they don't see body contact the same way. So we ended up slaughtering every team in our age group that we played against um to the point where uh the slovakian olympic team was practicing after some of our games like thomas vokun and and yeah, uh, and, yeah. and 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 chara so gino had went over at uh, one point to ask them if they would you know scrimmage us because we had, we won our our games like nineteen nothing, nineteen one, yeah, yeah, seventeen yeah, nothing. You, you know, like like just absolutely crushed, crushed these uh, European kids, and um, everybody was on board for this scrimmage except for one player, um, you know, Big Z Chara was not about it. Oh yeah, uh, he he shut it down, and so uh, we ended up getting. Um, uh, a game organized with like the local under 18 team. And we lost by like one goal in overtime as 13 year olds. Well, well you are from and now a hockey hotbed, right? You're going with your Sudbury team and not just like one little part of Sudbury you're going. With no, them. it was, uh, there was only six, there's only six Canadians on this team. We were all handpicked. Okay. Okay. Now I got yeah, it. Like okay. Boss, I figured, like I mean, cause you told me before, you told me this story. We were drinking a couple times, actually, yeah. but it's always intriguing. But I forget the nuts and bolts. That makes more sense. I was like, how is a team from like part of Sudbury going over there and crushing these teams? That's why it's more than that. It's a it's a rep team times 10. You're going over there. You're one of the top prospects. OK, now what the OJHL, I'm guessing, is the Ontario Junior Hockey League, right? Yeah. It would have been the, the yeah, the NOJHL would have been the Northern Ontario. Okay, the Northern Ontario. So yeah. you were playing games there. You come up your goalie like years later now, you progressed. Were you an actor at any point? Like, did you? No, like no. Drama I didn't in get, high school, any of that? No, 
none of that, none of that. I didn't get into it um, until I had come back from working the oil rigs in Alberta um, in like 2014. My first day on a film set was actually season one, episode two of Kenny as a, a, just a background actor. Okay. Now, okay. So you got in as a background actor. Is yeah. that because you were from Sudbury or had you been doing work? Like I did background work earlier on Hudson and Rex because I'm an actor, I'm in the union. So I answer the call. Were you doing that? Or he was just like, this is cool. I'm in yeah. Sudbury and I want to do some BG like the people we met at the Colson in our show. Exactly. It. They were looking for, it was, like I said, it was season one of Letterkenny. So they were just starting out. They were looking for people to come fill in as a, uh, as a uh, background talent. Um, and were yeah, you crew then or anything. No, not yet. Um, wow. Shortly after that, I had a friend of mine call me um, to go work on another new metric production as a lighting technician, which was uh, season one of Bad Blood with uh, Kim Coates. Okay, so you started to get yeah, yeah, and they shot that up there too, right? I remember. Yeah, they shot both se- both seasons. Okay. So now this makes a lot of sense. I'm putting it together. So that's season one, though. Season eight is the introduction that I, th- I think, maybe not, maybe not, yeah. maybe earlier J.J. Frankie J.J. is in there, but I know uh, season eight, I remember like the back of my hand because it's my yeah, favorite. It was, it was, that was, yeah, that was when we, we our, our characters were, okay. uh, yeah. But you came in when I came in, except Same you were time. a little bit more prominent. I had one scene, long scene, monologue, long scene. but, but yeah. you, yeah, yeah, and you keep coming. Okay, so this is nice. Uh, I thought so, just wasn't sure, but okay. I'm, I was also assuming when I met you then, in Ontario with Shorzy, which for those listening, keeping score was about seven or eight months ago. It was the fall to 21. Yeah. Um, so you hadn't done a lot of acting in between. No, like I said, the only, the only acting that I had done was, uh, was when Jared had, had mentioned that he had a, a role for me if I wanted it. Um, wow. And of course, of course, you know, you got to jump all over that. Um, it wasn't until, I don't remember exactly which season we were filming, but the production, like Letterkenny had organized uh, a hockey game against like William F. White's, the rental house out of Toronto. So White sent a team up of their players and they played us. And that was when Jared could see that. Yeah. This guy can play hockey. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So from there, that's where we've kind of, uh, you know, now, now I've done, I've worked as a crew on, like season three and onwards, the odds, the odd times come in when I'm available, but uh, I've been yeah. kind of down in the city doing uh, bigger shows and haven't been able to get around to it again. Yeah, that's what I do. I'm daily here. I can't take it on that crew. But for those that don't know, the film crew is like jump how high and you're here. We own you for like 15 hours. If that's what it takes, you sign yeah. in and you sign out. It's not like, well, yeah. I'm going to go pick up my daughter now for soccer. It doesn't work no. like that. Does not. It does no. not work. So like- that's why I, I go, you know, two, three days a week, but I need time for this exam. I, I could do BG this morning. It was one scene. I couldn't go in there all day as crew. You start trying to juggle things, right? So, yeah. okay. So JJ, Frankie, JJ, did that name come from anywhere in your mind? Were you, no. were you, Okay, that's Jared. Yeah, it was all Jared. So you're like me. He saw something. As we were on Letterkenny, he was building our characters in his head for Shorzy, right? I'm assuming that's, I've never asked him. That had to be what happened, though. I mean, I get a call. Yeah, yeah. I I would would definitely agree with that because, you know, we're the only, you and I really are the only people that come over. Yeah, from that. From from Letterkenny, other than Shorzy, obviously, but we're one of the only ones. 
Interesting, interesting. So we get there. Now, you're normal in your normal life for the, for the most part since, say, you know, your junior wins when you're, what, 2021. So since what has been your method of income? Are you, what do you do in Sudbury per se? Isn't it a family business or something? Yeah, well, my dad owns a, a sharpening company that does uh, all sorts of, of tools and fabrication and whatnot. We build, we make band saws and sharpen them and you name it. If it's got an edge, uh, we can sharpen it. The only thing we don't do is skates because uh, my dad's brother owns Skater's Edge in Sudbury. They sponsored our, uh, the Source of Sports sponsored our jerseys and stuff like that for Shorzy. So uh, grandma made my dad promise not to... Uh, cut his brother's grass so to say uh, but we do do lawnmowers <laughs> <laughs> really yeah yeah. oh that is just great so you're you're doing that for the most part and then you're subbing in in the film world as an actor slash crew um, well yeah i mean uh the last six years has been 95 percent film like i've been mostly mostly crew like yeah. i said gripping i started as a lighting technician but i've been gripping now for for six years and this is this is where i will stay um and then uh you know acting when uh, when opportunities present themselves do you pay uh do you play you know like rec league beer league or anything do you stay skating when i can when i can it's tough when i'm uh, on the yeah. road doing the long shows it's impossible when you're on the road doing the long shows that's why i'm yeah. like right around me is all the shows like that come to newfoundland and we just did hudson and rec son of a critch is starting uh, I think two weeks from now, and then and then we've got Astrid and Lily Save the World. There's a bunch, and there's a few studios here now, so I can find that. I I can do both. I I can go. Yeah, that's okay. sweet. That's great. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah. it is. Even when I yeah, go to Toronto, there's rinks everywhere, but I just find I'm like, guys, I'm running out of time. I got to take my yeah. kids on the road. I got just so much on the go. Um, so what did you then? You're like me, didn't realize this so much. We're in there. We're going through all those scenes. So all of a sudden we find ourselves from the odd scene. You know, we're acting. We're there. We're, we're, we're crew. We know how it all works. But all of a sudden we've got a lot of involvement, sometimes lines, sometimes gestures, whatever it might be. But we're in a lot of scenes. Did you enjoy that process? And what did you find the hardest part of it? Hmm. Oh, yeah, I, I, it's it's a great time to be a part of that process for sure. A lot of fun. Um, the weirdest part to me about acting is taking your character, although you are obviously not them and making them you, you know, yeah. like you, you, you're like, I'm a, I like to think I'm a pretty authentic person. What you see is what you get. Um, so the thought process of making a character into like into yourself is like a weird, a weird sort of, of uh, process. It is. I think. Especially when we're hockey players and we're so similar. Yeah. And some people, and because they're seeing me in that role, like most honestly, I'm not just saying this, you know, the reviews have been pretty good. And I mean, yeah. I'm acting when well, I'm an ex first rounder from Mount Pearl, like Jared's giving me a layup here. Right. I, I, I get, I, you know, I'm hitch. But a lot of me is Terry. But the funny thing is a lot of people don't see that. So I'll come back. And people will. There was one person at a negative. You know, you're that's Newfoundland stereotype. I'm like, if you haven't seen Letterkenny, that's kind of part of it. But then a couple of things I'm going to say, I'm getting to something. Anyway, the next uh, two or three times around town, people love it. Right. Hey, Terry, you know, 
and then this is what I would do when you're doing this. And I'm like, you guys don't realize like these lines are written. Like we're told what I know I seem like myself, but picture Christian Bale doing Batman. I don't know. He's not Batman. Like I'm reading <laughs> these lines. I'm changing them a little bit at times to new them up a little bit. But I'm like, it's a hockey show. Like, so even for me, sometimes when I'm looking at you during the scenes, I'm getting to my hardest part is taking Morasti and he's not Morasti, he's Jim taking you and your JJ friend, even though you're Max and you're very similar. And these scenes yeah. call for hockey players, but I'm Hitch and Dolo's, I guess, Dolo, but he's still acting a, a version of himself. I find I found that almost fascinating. I don't know if hard is the word. Hardest part, I think, for me was some of the scenes not laughing while we were doing it. Yeah, of not, course, of course. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, of course. I had of to course. think. I, I hate to. This is a terrible comparison, but I'm not on fucking TSN, am I? Uh, but I sometimes when I was a kid and I'm like, oh, man, like I'm with this girl and I know I'm going to go too fast. Like, I know I am. I've been waiting for it. And I'll think about something completely different for a while. That's what I find I do sometimes in the scenes. I'm like, remember the lines. This is how you're going to do them. But don't get caught up in Jarrett's chirps because then I'd, I'd be like a hockey player and on. I'd start laughing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Um, and, uh, you know, the while we're doing the scenes, it also felt familiar. I can't say that for, I don't know, uh, my good buddy Johnny Reardon here, he plays uh, Hudson and Hudson and Rex, right? So he's, so he's a detective. But even though it's close to Johnny, but he's not a detective, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know. George Clooney wasn't a real doctor. But he might know the lingo. He might... <laughs> But I find we got our gear on. We're in the room and like they say, cut. And I'll be like, OK, like Jordan, Jordan, Nolan's in the room. Three Stanley Cups. Yeah. I want to immediately do exactly what we were just doing on the camera. I want him yeah. to start telling me hockey stories, just a different version. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you say your buddies did the jerseys and everything up there. They helped us out how you're from there. Yeah. which is also a little bit different. Most of the crew, a lot of them, are, some are from up around there. A lot of them move there a lot like me. Love it. Have an affinity. I'll go back whenever I want. I know Sudbury. But you're like from there. It's like when something comes out here and I'm in it, like Frontier. I was so nervous around here. How are people going to take it? How do your buddies like it? Your family, do do they see you now as an actor? Or you know you know what I mean? Not Not like from a fame point of view, but you kind of are now. I don't call myself an actor but i am yeah like, what about you how are you accepted in sudbury that way i mean i'm sure if you ask my mom she'd probably think that i've been an actor most of my life <laughs> with uh you know different behavioral things but um for the most part it's been uh you know it's been received quite well by a lot of friends and uh you know they're showing a lot of support and they think it's pretty cool it's still until it's still very surreal to me in a way now um until I think somebody that I don't know, like a complete stranger recognizes me in public, then I'll have my little, Oh, wow. This is, this is very real um, type of moment, but um, slowly grasping more and more of it as, uh, as time goes on for sure. That's just so funny too. It's, I didn't know what I was going to think of it, but you don't know. And around here, I usually I'm doing stunts. So I look and I watch the playback. Or I have, you know, I've the shows that I'm in here have already been established, so I kind of know what I'm getting into. We often went one take or, or two, yeah. and then, yeah. then we moved on. Other than the hockey stuff, which were out there, and, and those again are kind of stunts and stuff. And I, I mean, really even remember, still, 
yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I don't remember going and like looking at our performance and going, well, I'm going to improve on this a little bit. It was just fast. Yeah. Didn't you find that? Yeah, I did. I did find it was quick, but you know, they've, uh, you know, I can't say enough good things about Jared and Jacob. They make a quite the dynamic duo when they're, when they're at the monitors and, uh, I trust them 110, right. um, you know, and if they love it and they say they love it, then, you know, I, I captain. When people say trust the process, I guess that's what I mean. I've never trusted it. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to say anything anyway. They, they could tell me <laughs> to put on a diaper, act like a baby, run around with the watermelon on my head. I'm doing it. You know what yeah, I mean? I'm absolutely. doing it. So I'm not yep. complaining. I'm just saying it felt more uneasy to me again, mostly being on crew where everything is about that. You know, I'm no matter what I'm doing, I can see a lot of what's going to happen. I see it as it's being produced, edited, like, you know, it comes across my desk, so to speak. Right. But yeah, when yeah. you're just acting and it's just one and move on, it's like shit. But, you, you know, and then you're like, it is Jacob and Jared in particular and whatever writers I'm missing, Mark. And, you know, I don't know everybody that has a hand in it, but I know that people love Letterkenny and, as we were doing it, they were happy. So I was like, yeah, Jared's yeah. Happy. And, and, and yeah. And I think, I think when we got, um, the, uh, the sneak peek of it all, um, and being able to like see it come together for the first time, you really, you can really, uh, you can really feel that, you know, obviously, uh, the passion and being able to trust the process entirely. Trust the process. Hashtag trust the process. Uh, yeah. one more question before we move on to rapid fire randoms, if you don't mind, if you got a bit of time, yeah, I want to know after all this, who knows? I mean, I got my fingers crossed. It seems to be going over. Well, hopefully we get to go back and I get to be hitch and you get to be JJ Frankie JJ again. It would, I would love nothing else. If there's one job I would like the rest of my life, it's that job, but it's not going to last forever. It could be next year. It could be two years. It could be 10 years. Hopefully cross my fingers. Are you going to keep pursuing acting? You think, or is this ride a one-off and you're loving being JJ, but after that, no, thanks. Um, I'm undecided still. Um, I love the idea of it. I might consider taking a couple acting classes just so, you know, you get a little bit uh, more comfortable with the idea. Um, you know, I haven't hired an agent or anything yet. Me neither. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, if the right, I think if the right role an opportunity popped up, I would jump all over it. I don't know if I would like actively pursue it, um, per se, um, but if somebody like, you know, my phone lines are open, you know, somebody called me and said, Hey, you know, yeah. blah, blah, blah. I'd be like, yeah, sure. Let's do it. Me too. And I figure, you know, at some point, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't, I'm out there. You don't need to see my resume much anymore. That's, that's me. And if, you know, maybe your scene will call for a Newfoundlander or whatever, or a guy with no tooth, a crackhead, a pimp, <laughs> I don't know, you know, but yeah, I, I don't even know. I know so little about that world as far as what goes on behind the scenes that, and like I said, I trust the people we're with. If someone wants me for something, hey, bonus. Absolutely. If not, if not I'm going to keep living life and be hit yeah. as long as I can. Okay, here we go. JJ, Frankie, JJ, rapid fire randoms. Death row meal. What would it be? Death? What? Your death row meal. Say you've gotten oh, pissed shit. off. Kiso has has murdered you off the show. You come back and JJ Frankie JJ gets killed early. Now you're pissed off. You go out and you get a saw and you saw off his head. Something like some Quentin Tarantino fucking crazy ass shit. <laughs> now you got caught red handed. 
you're in Texas when this happens, watching the Letter Kenny tour, and you're pissed off. Anyway, Kiso's dead. You got the death penalty. What's your meal? Jesus. I mean, I would say my girlfriend, but um, ah, well, that would be good. Um, but you don't get that. You don't get uh, that in jail. Surf and turf, baby. She's already left you for Kiso, who's long story. <laughs> yeah, he's divorced as well. This is a world that's. Uh, um, hey, lifetime free travel, free booze, or free food? Free travel. Superpower. You you just you you stumble upon Aladdin's lamp or something of the sort. You bump bumped your knee on a rock on that Sudbury Lake, right in the middle of Sudbury, and out comes a genie and says, "You can have." one superpower what do you want i mean uh dr strange and moving through the moving through the multiverse is pretty cool that's really really cool yeah and the first instincts would be flying what's the other one invisible um which which are makes sense that's the first thing popped into my head was flying way back some of these i ask continually some are brand new but yeah i that is, I think that's the first time anybody said that. And it's relevant. Not only that, it's a great answer, but I'm going yeah, to see Dr. Strange this week. Sweet. Okay. You got to part with one of these things forever. Pizza slash pasta, facial hair or hats. Well, shit. I mean, facial hair and a hat is, you know, 90% of my makeup. Um, I will definitely, definitely lose the carbs. <laughs> yeah. Pizza and pasta, which pizza sucks. And pasta. Even if those are few and far between, they're just great foods. They might be my favorite. Um, 42 million a year. So you're set. I mean, I know you do decent anyway, but let's just say in this world, I mean, anybody can come crashing down at any point. You get 42 million a year for sure. But in 2000 for the rest of your life. But in 2028, six years away, five and a half, January 1st, 2028, you have to change faces with Mr. Bean and the old Mr. Bean. So even he was quirky looking even when he was in his 30s but like right now like you're going to be just as healthy you're going to be young max but you're going to be the face of a 70 year old mr bean for 42 mil a year for the rest of my life yeah starting in 2028 so you get six free years yeah i'd probably do it and you get the money anyway yeah you get the you money anyway. get it's back. really yeah, people i like how you thought about it it's no easy answer i don't give a no. shit what you say everybody would consider that Sudbury Wolves have to change their new their name. What would it be and what were their new colors, their name and their colors? Of course, oh. I know that you're on the spot. So what's the first thing pops into your mind? Hmm. I mean, uh, I think the Miners are already a team. I think there's one of our AAA teams, but uh, that works, though. That's about, that's about it. And uh, color wise. Shit. Hmm. Cover all orange, safety orange. I don't know. Maybe wow. Something, Cover something all else. orange is the last thing you could have. I would have been at like number 100 going, how did I not get this color? I never would have fucking thought that. <laughs> and, and, but I, I and I love the miners. Sudbury miners should have been a team. I didn't realize they were a team. I mean, that only makes sense. Um, one cast member of Shorzy has to cook you supper for a year. Not like out of penalty, but that's your chef. You got to pick one of us that. I don't really know, but someone on set on, and cast at some point has to be cast. We can't say Teal because she makes us great food and everything. But <laughs> yeah. 
so hmm. far. She probably would be, yeah, I guess she could be excluding her. We know she makes great food and gives it to us. I'd say Goody. Nice. I say Andrew. And you're guessing because he does talk up a big game. I've never seen him actually cook anything because we didn't. Neither I. But anybody, anybody that can deliver their own baby and uh, you know live off the land, I feel like that shit probably slaps. You're give me an underrated cartoon. Underrated cartoon. Hmm. All my favorite cartoons are kind of mainstream, so I, I wouldn't know how to answer that. If I had to, I'd say that's tough. That's tough. I mean, yeah, so many. And I would have had to watch it. And there's so much to do lately. Like, <laughs> you, I, I hear all... that some of these, like, I hear American Dad is good. I mean, I like, I like it's Amer American Dad's good. Uh, it's better than than Family Guy for sure. Um, okay, I say, um, I don't know, Happy Tree Friends. Ever seen that? happy tree friends new it's, it's not what you think uh they don't really talk but it's like this animated uh animals and they die in like the most descripted like cartoon okay. it's, it's, gonna... it's super annoying but it's, it's it's funny to watch okay good that's all i need sold at the grunny county auction for an idea <laughs> and a memory pick a muppet to beat at checkers so y'all get all the muppets there okay you got to pick one your life is on the line so like kermit fozzy miss piggy who do you think i definitely got this muppet in checkers they're not going to beat me the animal because he doesn't have the attention span to sit down and play checkers with you <laughs> it's a fantastic answer the animal give me a, a, a perfect day in the life of max buffard perfect day in the life of me oh man uh, start the day with an early morning tea time, walk 18, uh, breakfast. Well, you're not kidding when you say early breakfast I mean, after the round of golf. I like, yeah, it. you know, 10 o'clock, have a nice breakfast. Only takes about three hours to walk 18. If you're the first one out. Yeah, it's a great way um, to start the day. I suck at golf, yeah. but if I'm ever going to golf, I like walking it. It's a good exercise yeah. and it's, yeah, easy. it's nice. And then, uh, the rest of the day just. Take it as it comes. Video games at night? Do you play video games? Uh, not as much as I used to, but, uh, you know, always into the Call of Duty. Do you have PlayStation or Xbox? Xbox. Fuck. I got Xbox. PlayStation and some of my buddies around there, but everybody lately, uh, everybody, yeah, as you know, I brought it up to, I play yeah. every night with my buddies online, hockey or, or baseball. We're in the hockey mode right now. It's playoffs. Um, you have to bust to Toronto. Then fly from Sudbury, then fly to Australia, then train to the outback, landing eventually in a jungle. You're going to spend two weeks in the jungle, not necessarily like torture, like survivor. A decent time, but you're in the jungle and you're, you're only with one person for this whole ride. Do you pick Johnny Depp, Sidney Crosby, Billie Eilish, or Hugh Jackman? Well, I mean, Hugh Jackman's got the. Uh the uh the local blood in him but i mean uh i feel like johnny depp probably be a pretty good time that's one that i don't really see a bad time i don't billy eilish yeah. would probably be last on that list for me but i don't uh, really absolutely. hate billy eilish i mean i i just Same. like the other three quite well, outside of this johnny depp whatever nonsense is going on 
<laughs> people, people, I know that's going to be divisive, but he would still be interesting. I don't give a shit. And I absolutely the more I see the more I think, you know, I kind of gave him a hard time in my mind. Um, you get to live to be 200. OK, but every 10 years you have to have the faith to leap off sand tower. It's going to be horrible. You're going to leap off and you're going to die, but you're going to awaken again. That's the stipulation every 10 years. So you're going to live another 200, which no human has ever done. So you're going to be lived to be 230 roughly. Now, what do you, or, or sorry, do you do it? You got to go to the top of the CN Tower and you have to physically throw yourself off. You're going to regenerate, but you got to have the confidence to do that. Do you do it? Uh, maybe one time. Well, so you got to add 10 years. Maybe once. I don't know. We'd have to. I'd have to see. I don't think I could. I, I'm just I, terrified. I, I you get do up a lot of places. I, I've heard. You know, you do a lot of crazy shit, and if you say you don't think you can do it, then uh, you know. This is my going though. So when we were in Montreal, that the last time I saw you was, I guess, a week and a half ago. What yeah, like yeah, 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 two so, weeks. Two weeks. So I ran into you, even though we were in the hotel. I ran into you on St. Catherine Street, and we were. I was on my way down with Mick D for those out there who plays Michaels and my ex Danielle and we were a nice trip for her before she left so we went down and we went to the zip line and again I'd zip line before but like to say the side of a cliff here we got really nice uh, zip lines out in Cornerbrook um, and so I never really had to experience like the height of it I, I mean I did when I'm out there but once I'm on it like a roller coaster if you can believe it I I'm terrified but I can do it once you're in you're in yeah, but on this we had to walk up, and the thing was shaking. And the hardest part, like I, I really, I would have turned around. They really, really encouraged me. I mean, I was almost in tears. Now I get in the thing, strap in, I go out over, and I'm up two hundred feet, no problem whatsoever. It's totally fine. I find that, and I'm the same way in the CN Tower. I, I walk off the elevator, and I go for some reason. I have to crawl. I have to get down on my hands and knees, or it's worse. I know that I couldn't do it. I asked because I couldn't physically make myself do that. Okay, how about this? Have you bungee jumped? Have you skydive? Skydove? Un unfortunately, being a, a big dude, there's a lot of weight limits on a lot of these uh, activities and uh, haven't quite been able to fit what in. What do the you weigh? You carry yourself well. I mean, you're a big guy, but you wouldn't have the role if you weren't, so it's a good thing. Now, what do you weigh? Uh, right now, I'm three and a quarter. Holy shit! What? When I believe it or not, when I when I got drafted to the Ice Dogs and the OHL, I showed up to my rookie camp at like two sixty five. I shit the bed on the physical. Um, they told me to drop thirty pounds over the summer, train, and I did. I trained my ass off. I ran like a fucking eleven on the beep test. I had like a twenty eight inch vert, and I came into camp at two ninety five. Wow. That and is I, and that was, fucking amazing. How tall are you? Six five. I thought, okay, wow, that is goddamn big. Yeah, I mean, you, not that you don't look big, but you certainly—I I don't know what it is. You carry it well, and I guess once you get to know you as a friend, people just don't seem. I mean, that is yeah. fucking monstrous. No wonder <laughs> you hit people down the corner. You're gonna hurt them. Like you're gonna. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I would not. Just finishing a check for everybody yeah, else. Would, you're hurting. Would, would hurt. Yeah, that's $5 million a year in the show. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it is. It really is. <laughs> Best burger you've ever had. Uh, hmm. I tried a spot in Ajax called Burger on Fleek. It's it's up there. Okay, good. I'm, I, up there. I'm glad you made, named one that I haven't yet uh, tried. 
because I'm going to bank that too. Uh, your DJ name. So in this world, you got to pick one of these things. You don't have a choice. The Music Manatee, MC JJ Junk, Fitz <laughs> McSpit, or Pink Papa? Pink Papa. Pink Papa. Okay. I, you know what? I said Pink Popeye, but I'll give oh. you Pink. But no, but I like Pink. pink I, I just do these quick. Pink Papa makes way more sense, and it feels way better. Um, you got to pick one NHL player. They get two shots, NBA free throws. They got to make both of them. $10,000 just in your in your pocket here. You don't have to bet any of your own money, but if you win, you get this $10,000. Not a bad afternoon. Hmm. Who am I picking? Who come in clutch? Stammer. As good answer as any uh, great athlete. Uh, favorite non-hockey athlete. Who's your favorite athlete non-hockey ever? Doesn't have to be now. Could be now. Hmm. I, I I like Mike Tyson. I like Iron Mike. Iron Mike definitely yeah. never ceased to amuse us, did he? Yeah. And he's gone from both ends of the spectrum. Yeah. Uh, I got to say, you know, I if you had told me in the 90s or 2000s, I guess, that Mike Tyson would end up being such a lovable character, I would never have believed you. He was like, yeah, yeah. He bit I off Holyfield's ear in the late 90s and he, earlier he, he went to jail. I won't get into that early on. Um, and, and you just, you, you just had every reason to hate the guy. Not that I ever did. Cause even then there was something and he seemed genuine when he was interviewed. Yes. I'm like, you know, there's something yeah. to be respected there, but lately for sure. He's right into the stratosphere. I love him. I love everything yeah. about him. Yeah, and absolutely. you know, some people learn from their mistakes. I think he might be one of them, even though he just kicked the shit out of a guy on the plane, whatever yeah. he was asking for it. He was, <laughs> uh, the aliens come, you got to pick one song to make them dance. If they don't, we're all dead humanity Oof. Mm, dancing queen abba as good an answer as any and long live abba <laughs> and jj frankie jj max bufford last question all-time lineup except so you get five players and a goalie i got five players it's like a computer game i got five computer players robots that are real real good better than the average player better than the average star but you get to feel five players and a goalie to go against me, except it can't be or how Gretzky Lemieux or any Montreal Canadians. All right. Well, I'm going to start from the net. I'm going Vasilevsky because he's a monster. Yeah. I think, I mean, there's, he's going to be amongst the best ever when he retires. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's, uh, he's on a roll right now for sure. Um, geez. On D I got to go Rob Blake because uh, growing up was a huge abs fan. Uh, Great play. Uh, his counterpart, um, Carlson. Another, no, I like that. I like that. I don't even know. Someone might have said Blake. I don't think anybody said Carlson, but I mean, God, how fucking. I mean, he was quite the talent. And then, and then up front, he is now, gotta, but I mean, he was. Yeah, I got to give it to the grade eight. I got to bring Ovi. Yeah, why Just would because, he? Because, uh, you know, I like the way he shoots. Any, um, and then, uh, hmm. can't really go wrong with Ovi. Can can't really go wrong with Ovi. I mean, you know, I'm not a Leafs fan. Matthew sure can't put a puck away, though. You sure can't. Can you imagine two of those guys on the same line? It would either be great or not work at all. 
I don't well, think there would pick be a third. If the third one you pick is a passer, I think it might be great because. Well, and then I probably would put Crosby. What a great fucking! He would. He's a little bit of both. Not yeah. ever the shot that either one of them got, but I, no. that would be phenomenal. Yeah, and Matthews' left shot that Ovi's right. So you could, yeah, they're both naturally ready to be set up all game. I like yeah. your answers. Okay, JJ, Frankie, JJ, Max, Buford, thank you very much. I appreciate it. This has been great. Yeah, and great. Uh, have a great uh, time now this summer. I'm back up at the very least. I'm up there for the Chicklets Cup at the beginning of July, I think, which okay. really isn't that far away now. We're talking about a month and five weeks. Yeah, I'm, 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 here, I'm here on uh, season two of Chucky until August. So I'm around. Beautiful. I'll, uh, well, one way or the other, at the very least, but I might be there soon to do some more promo if they come call them. Why not? Yeah, uh, it was great talking to you again. Thanks. I appreciate it. Good luck with everything. And let's cross our fingers. Hopefully tomorrow, Hulu in the States, those are my United States listeners check in on Shorzy. We're hoping it does well so we can go back and have a season two, three and then some. I want to yeah. be Hitch. He wants to be JJ Frankie JJ. Thank you, buddy. And talk soon, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. And there you have it. Zay, zay, Frankie, zay, zay. Great guy, great guest. And, uh, you know, I can't imagine not knowing Max at this point. And even though we're both hockey players, even though we're both actors, a year ago, the trajectory of our lives, there's no way that I would have come across him. Um, but, uh, you know, both worlds are small worlds, the film world and the hockey world. And uh, I'm better off for having known a lot of the people that I met on Shorzy. If nothing else, people ask me inside stories. Really, I do mean that. It's, it was as close as many hockey teams. I'm not going to start lying. Teams I won world championships or uh, you know went through some crazy experiences I won't get into, of course, over the course of a year of your life, right? You become real close with people. But for that little experience that we had, I got to say, man, we, we are real close. I talked to pretty much everybody involved at some point. I try to make sure to go to the events, as does everybody. So uh, it's a real positive thing, you know, which is good. We need more positivity in our lives, no matter how much, right, is never a bad thing. Most things, they're good for you. They kill you, right? but not music and not friends. So there you go. I'm sure there's more of them. Those are my affinities. Album. I think I recommended one last time, didn't I? Uh, Bob Dylan, Tangled Up in Blue. If you haven't listened to, uh, or Blood on the Tracks is the name of the album. And uh, if you haven't listened to 104A yet, I get a little bit into it there. So that's my album recommendation for the week right now. Like I said, my ex is gone. Penny Lane's mother is gone for, well, she's always with us, but uh, I mean, she's, she's took a job in Calgary and she's, we're going to work it out. She's back and forth, but I'm a single dad and Penny Lane has to be picked up in 40 minutes from school. Penny Lane's 12 going on 18. Now that being said, she's not hard to manage, but uh, yeah, that's it. I'm going to get out of, get out of Dodge here. I hope you're Hope you enjoyed this episode, and I'll be back in just a couple days. I'm also on Got Your Back with Ryan Rashog after each Oiler game. So tonight there's one. I'm going to watch that, and then uh, him and Strud's and I. Last show it was Darren Dreger. Always legends. I'm lucky just to be on the program. But either me and Dregs or me and Strudwick 
strubs as we call them uh we'll we'll break it down on ryan's show after most if not all from here on in oilers games we've been doing it all playoffs if you want to go back and check out some past episodes anyway uh wedgwood cafe check it out tj's why not check that out and i'm going to be working with them a little bit so if you want to See me this summer. I'll tell you where I'll be, folks. Everybody asks me and they send me messages. I can't get back to all you. I'm downtown at least one night on most weekends, and I like to go down for a meal the other time. I love the old part of St. John's. I love George Street, Water Street, Duckworth Street. It's a little slice of Europe. And like I said, if I'm in Calgary, I like to at least be able to see the mountains. You know, if I'm in Alberta, I'll probably go to Banff, Jasper. Um, If I'm Around here, I like to be around the ocean or around downtown. You know, it really is very European. It goes back hundreds of years. Why hang out in a subdivision 10 minutes from uh, such a calming, relaxing, vibrant place? St. John's is that. Downtown St. John's is relaxing and vibrant at the same time, if you can believe that. But anyway, the places I'll probably be at are Trinity Pub, of course. They got great... uh, trivia on mondays as well might catch me on a monday at trinity uh tj's green sleeves rob roy and bull and barrel merchant tavern and blue on water i love those places uh, my buddies jason Brake and jeremy charles and two awesome places to eat but so are a lot of places in town support local wherever you are if you come to st john's we just have a boatload to offer so if you think about tourism think about st john's uh and of course i uh it's hard for me to answer messages especially lately a lot coming in that are fans of the show whatever it might be and i just can't get to them all so if you send me a message and i don't see it i apologize but that's what the odds are from here on in uh but i'll be at those places you come to saint john's it's not a mystery if it's a friday or saturday you'll probably see me out Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Penny Posh Designs, Women's Wear Reimagined. Check that out. Unreal hoodies, coveralls. She's expanding, which is Danielle, my ex. But uh, check out the hoodies. And if you want one, I'll even throw in a book. uh, and We can talk. If you'd like a book or anything else, TerryRyan2020 at gmail.com. Check out other podcasts on the Hockey Podcast Network. Thanks to DraftKings. Thanks to all my sponsors. Appreciate you guys. Check you or see you next week on episode 105. Happy playoffs. Catch y'all on the rebound.